Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, no Badge, uh, he's on holidays. It's Sats and Jace here. Welcome to a Monday night edition of Sports Day. What a massive weekend it has been in sport. Hello, Scotty Sattler. I can't believe Badge. Where does Badge get these clauses in his contract where he goes on four weeks holiday, then another three weeks? Yeah, don't drag me into this. But you're the content manager, apparently. You're the one that ticks off on these... These contracts. Mate, put so, your hand up. Mm. I know you've been away because... Uh, see, when in doubt... See, when in doubt... Put your you, hand up, mate, when you're going to push when the When in doubt, you just go back to these... Can you can you stop abusing me while I'm playing audio of you abusing me? <laughs> Why are Hello, you so everyone. cranky today, by the way? I don't know. Not much sleep? No, I've got plenty of sleep. Right. Just a Monday thing, I think. You're a bit stressed out about your son moving to Sydney and all that sort of stuff, my son's moving to the Riff. He's using, moving to Penrith. One of the proudest days of my life. What? Mm. He's not playing football, though, is no. he? No, no, no. He's an accountant. He is an accountant. Very yeah. good. Very good, uh, mate. And you're, I reckon you're more probably more stressed than what he is. <laughs> he's not. He's not stressed at all. He's looking forward to moving to the Riff. He's a mad Penrith supporter, so oh, good stuff. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, but what a weekend! Oh, it was huge. What a great weekend as we watch a 1994 replay of the. Raiders up against the Knights at Marathon Stadium. Brett Mullins, if you remember that, listeners, he went absolutely crazy that night, scored a couple of tries. But, yeah, it was a great weekend, of course, the soccer and West we'll get, Indies in Australia. Yeah, we'll get to all that. In, oh, and the V8. It's the last yeah. time. Well, supercars, I should say. Last time we'll see a Holden car. And what a wonderful weekend for Holden. We'll recap all that in the uh, top seven tonight. Welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SCN 1170. In Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast. SENQ, 693 AM in Brizzy. Uh, 1323 AM in Canberra. Those listening through our SEN track stations and via uh, the SEN app. Don't forget, you can grab a podcast of the show. Uh, Afterwards, just look for Sports Day New South Wales. And, of course, this show is nothing, absolutely nothing, without you, our listeners. 0457... 736736 736 is our text number. We'll kick it off with what's your highlight from the weekend in sport. Or call us, 1300-01-1170. Oh, and TikTok, it's going nuts. Uh, look for Bad Sats SEN. Mm. What did you like from the weekend? I like plenty of things, actually. Um, I like the chance for Steve Smith to captain. Captain for a sh- short period of time in that first test against the West Indies. I like that. That's what I liked from the weekend. Um, I like that Cameron Devlin, the Socceroo, who did not play a minute, mind you. That's great. He had the strut <laughs> and the sheer audacity, the temerity, as Joel Cohn would say, to walk into the Argentinian dressing shed mm. and swap his playing jersey 
which hasn't had an ounce of sweat put on it, with Lionel Messi. See, the surprising thing out of that, no one wanted to, no one tried to swap jerseys on the field. Mm. How good was that game on Sunday morning? Outstanding. It was so good. It was, it was so gallant Australia and all of their performances. I mean, take away the the French, the first game, but all the performances were just built on just fortitude, toughness, and. Geez, you're pulling out some big words tonight. Mm. I was swallowed a dictionary over the weekend, but. <laughs> No, it was, uh, it was great to watch. What? It was really interesting to watch. Um, yeah, what did you like? Oh, mate, I love the Socceroos Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, and I like the fact they didn't give up, and even within that last 30, 30 seconds, we had a chance to level the scores, and uh, it was just it, it was amazing. I didn't see a lot of sport, to be honest, over the weekend. Um, I'm not watching much of the cricket because I'm actually finding it pretty boring. I've been listening to a lot. Is on, it just the opposition or...? Yeah, there's no atmosphere. I mean, let, let's talk about the crowds. There were more people in public spaces. Well, that's what I didn't like, the crowds at the cricket. Like 40,000 was the was the total crowd, or 40 and something thousand, at the, the what's it called, Optus Stadium, over the five days. Mm. Now, that's the test that went five days, not three. Went five days. So there wasn't a massive crowd there. And, and why isn't there? Like, well, why aren't people going to support our Australian cricket? And I've heard all sorts of excuses. It like, can't be they're playing too much cricket because T20, uh, a few one days against England, and then two tests versus the West Indies. Is so it the opposition? It's not too much cricket. What is it then? But in the past, it hasn't. We haven't worried about the opposition, Woogie, because all we really want to see is Australia dominate and see you know, players like Manus Labuschagne and Steve Smith called centuries and double centuries and. And years gone by, going and watching Warney and, and Glenn McGrath take Fifa. Yeah, yeah. So we've doesn't matter who we've played against, we've always turned up. But I'm not sure why people aren't turning up now. Is mm. it because what we spoke about over the last three Wokeism. or four weeks where people are just over some of the, the decisions that have been made mostly by Pat Cummins? Not quite sure. But I'd like to hear from you. We'll is, see what is, your thoughts are. Yeah. 0457 736 736. I don't know whether it's actually Pat Cummins making that making the decisions or whether he's just the messenger as well. I'm not sure. Well, we don't know. We mm. don't know what's going on there. Hey, I'll tell you what I did like. Can I just quickly touch on that? Yeah. Um, the AFL draft, which I love watching and listening How to How arrogant, it. though. I, I, I love listening to the, the AFL, um, you know, the draft as well and and um, transfer windows. and But a first-round draft pick for St Kilda, his name's Mateus Philippou. And I love the excitement on kids' faces and, and the way they express themselves, especially when they come to a club for the first time. So he visited St Kilda and he's just a mad St Kilda fan and he's been drafted, as I said, by St Kilda. And when showing the facility and meeting the players and some of the legends of the club, yeah, his expressions were they were just they were really refreshing to see. Nice to meet you, Lenny. Pleasure. No, thank you. It's awesome to be here. Far out. You're a superhero. Man, I watched him on TV growing up. Oh, 09 or 10. Uh, we should... Yeah, well, we were rooting for you heavy against Collingwood. Max King. <laughs> wow. Are you serious? He yeah, was so respectful. Awesome. He was so respectful of not only the club that's just signed him, but just all the, you know, the, the great players the club has had who, who introduced themselves to him. It's, there's nothing better than seeing a, a new kid at a club and, and the reaction they get.
Sorry, Sats. I thought you were going to refer to the draw that the AFL released for round one. That's when I said arrogant. That's mm-hmm. certainly not arrogant. Okay. But they released the draw just as the Socceroos were kicking off in the World Cup round of 16. That's great, isn't it? The they, AFL. they wouldn't have realised. Oh, come on. How could – there wouldn't be a person in Australia who didn't know the Socceroos. You know, but they wouldn't have thought that if they released it that it was going to take centre stage. They would have said, well, let's just release it and people will read it and – but we know that the Socceroos, are, they wouldn't have released it to try and boycott, not, not try and boycott, try to hijack the situation. Well, not release it at nine o'clock. Mm. Come on. Hey, can I tell you something? About uh, my... Actually, can you hold yep. on to that? I just want to go to James, who's uh, waiting patiently on the phone in Hornsby. G'day, James. Afternoon, gentlemen. Nice day it's been. Well, you're in Hornsby, and I believe there's big storms coming through Sydney. Is that right? Uh, it's been through a bit of lightning, a bit of thunder, and a little spit of rain. That's about it. But it's all out to sea now. It is. Uh, slightly cloudy, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah James. So I just took the heat off the weather. There you go. Weather from New Farm. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, mates, yeah. uh, you've got okay. a hi- you've got a highlight for the weekend. Yeah. Brother, I'm hearing you. Yeah, no worries. Don't worry about that. Yeah, but uh, one guy came in the clubhouse and he actually won the uh, championship, the medal, Dave. He shot 90 off the stick. Par 65 at Gordon. Yeah. 90 off the stick. So we all cracked a beer for him and that. Have a guess how old he is. Well, you tell us. 93. What? He's 93 years old. So he'd beat you, Woogie, at 93. Yeah, anyone can beat me. 93 yeah, off, the off the stick. Well, did you say it's a par... 90 six... off the stick. Wait, wait, I've got more questions. It's a par yeah. 65. What is this, a par 3 golf course? I remember growing up playing at Sefton. And this, this whole golf course sat uh, at yeah. Sefton. It's just par 3s. That's all it is. So plenty of par 3s, nah, though. It's about... Yeah, it's about 6 par 3s, 2 par 5s, and the rest of the boards. It's narrow. Good. How was he? No, I mean, now at the moment I hit, I hit 36 points. Now I hit around 30, 29. I had Asquith, which is past 72. I hit 44 points. Jeez, there you go. Because hit... if you go into the go a bit off, you're you're stuck. Yeah, no, that is true. You've got to hit real straight. All right, James. Well yeah, under that so, 93. What's that 93 year old? What's that 93 year old bloke's name? Yeah, Alan. Alan Quinn. All right, well done, buddy. Well done. All right. Alan Quinney, yeah, yeah, 90 off the stick. Right, beauty, mate. We better let you Couldn't run. Believe it. Your, your line is shocking. I've got to go. Oh, I'm in the car driving home. All right, mate. Take care. Drive safely. All right, guys. Have a good night. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What's your highlight from a sporting weekend? Mm-hmm. Did you? Oh, you want me to go to the next caller? You got Adrian. I don't want to. Go. Yeah, here we go. Adrian. Our how favorite. Are you? Our favorite yep. accountant. Hello, Adrian. I'm not an accountant, you clown. What's wrong with you? He's a real estate agent. Oh, woogie. I'd be. A, I would be an accountant mate. over. <laughs> yes, Adrian. What can I do oh, for you? Mate. Jokes, mate. Look, 
Jokes. First of all, I want to talk about the cricket. Yep. I want to talk about the cricket, then quickly about um, the Canterbury Bulldogs and potential captain for that club. Mate, the, the, the Australian cricket team, mate, they're on the nose. Um, seriously, the way David Warner's been carrying on, he, he, he should be lucky, thanking his lucky stars, that they welcome him back into the team and, and pull his head in and score runs. The problem with, 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 the, with the West is they're like a... It, oh, West is like a tier oh, four side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, there's no there's, there's no challenge. They're like a tier four team. But what's what, I mean, once we got three, once we got three for six hundred, it was over as a contest. Adrian, Adrian, let's have a conversation. What's David Warner doing that is so wrong? What's he whinging about? Oh, but he wants to he wants to be captain of, of Thunder. Sorry, you, you you disgraced the country with Sandpaper Gate. Right. And you should be fortunate enough that you've come back into the Australian team. But mate, he's paid his dues. But don't mate, you the think? way he. When he came, I, I saw that unfold live what had happened in South Africa. And when he came through customs to bring his wife and children through like he was using them as a, as a buffer was disgraceful. No. They should have been met elsewhere with family. He should have faced the press on his own. Hey, Adrian, can I ask you, uh, Steve Smith? Now, I, yeah. I believe that Steve Smith should, should be welcome back as captain if given the opportunity. I'm thinking because of Sandpaper Gate, you're thinking that he shouldn't be allowed to be. Steve Smith was more remorseful, mate, way more remorseful. But they, but they virtually ruined Cameron. They come up to Cameron bankrupt or whatever. We don't know the full details. But what could have he have done? Poor guy. He's just a rookie under the pump from, from two well, senior Well, you can players. say I mean, was, no. You actually can say no. No, oh, guys, but, yeah, I'm not comfortable doing this. But yeah, yeah, but Woogie, mate, that's a lot of pressure on a young kid in what, his first or second test. If that makes it worse for, for Smith and Warner. If that's what exactly what happened, right? But yeah, but Steve Smith looked genuinely remorseful on that day. He was a broken man. I've, you know, felt sad for him. David Warner, you know, so he comes it, through with his family. That was so. It's because Dave Warner didn't show any remorse. He can't take up a leadership and, and, role and walk through custom with his family. To use to me, it was like I'll oh, you know, use him as a buffer. Oh well, I, that's what that's what that's the impression I got. I've never been a I mean, man. If, if I was Dave Warner. If, if I was Dave Warner Who and I had my wife there, Candice and my children, I would have arranged for her parents to yeah. meet them elsewhere. Or Ma- get an Uber. Maybe Dave's wouldn't wife, done the same Candace, thing? can fight better that, than him. Sat? Maybe she's a better fighter. Sats, wouldn't you have done the same thing, Sats? What's that? I would have found a back door somewhere. And... <laughs> no, no, but wouldn't you have got what? your family through elsewhere and faced the press on your own? Uh, yeah, I would have faced the press on my own. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Mm. You wouldn't do it, though. You're squeaky clean. You know, and, right. and, and honestly, what's the point? Is, is, no one was watching because who cares? I didn't even know when the thing started. Come on, mate. You're starting to sound like Glenn now. Seriously. <laughs> hey, thanks, no, no, Adrian. No, no, you're hang right. Hang on. Where's, where's, the, where's the challenge in these test series? Who cares? But we didn't care about the challenge once upon a time. We, we used to love just turning up and no, watching no, Australians play. I always care play. about a challenge because and, – and, and the problem is, you know, you, you only – look, you can't – Everything's, everything's um, geared towards the batsman. I mean, the fact that Adam Voges oh. averages 61 points something, not his fault, but it's ridiculous. Mate. They bring the rope in 20 metres. Adrian. They restrict the fast bo- the Adrian, we're only on for bowl. two hours. <laughs> can, you, can you just... Yeah, but hang uh, on. Mystery Man... No, don't tell me to hang on. It's our show. Mystery Man sent a test. Ask <laughs> Adrian, on. Ask Adrian <laughs> yeah. if they should bring we'll back Michael Clark. Over, boy. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. We're going. Good See stuff. You. Bye. Thanks for your call, Adrian. No, don't thank him. No. Because then he'll call back. No, everyone should have an opinion. Let's do a quick okay. poll. 0457 736 736. Should Adrian go on the air again? In fact, we've got a text here. Is this a recording from Jimmy's show? <laughs> oh, I can't say that. No. Go away, Adrian. Dead set. That's from 199. Adrian, thank you very much. No. I'm happy to debate.
All righty. Um, what else is there? Yeah, no, we have got a, a lot of our listeners, once again, very passionate about the cricket and where it sits at the moment. And it, it is around, you ask the question, where is it, why is it at the moment? Why are people not turning up? And we've got Fitzy saying it's because they're a bunch of flogs, unlike our soccer team, who showed genuine remorse at getting beaten. Fitzy. Um, and I've uh, got another one here around uh, boys patters on the nose. Uh, don't tell us your opinion whilst in Australia. Yeah, play cricket. Don't tell us what to do. No yeah. forgiveness. Pete from Livo. I noticed there's a uh, something on the run sheet here. We'll have to get to it soon because Alex Brosk, by the way, yes. is joining us uh, to wrap up Australia's campaign at the World Cup. And, I mean, we've all got to try and find another team to go for now. I'm support personally. I'm going to support Japan. Hopefully they can uh, win tonight. Argentina for me. Uh, the team that knocked us out, yep. yours, why? Well, because they had to be good to beat us. So they deserved a win if they beat Australia. And Lionel Messi's never won a, oh, a World Cup. He's won everything else. He's won everything it's like else. like Andrew Eddingshausen, never won a grand final. Okay. Rightio, listen, uh, who do you want to see win the World Cup now? Are you still going to watch it? Have you picked another team? 0457 736 736. Uh, by the way, if you haven't, uh, we haven't given away that Ziggy barbecue yet from Ziggler and Brown. You can go to iCanWin.com.au. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, Alex Brosk joins us on Sports Day. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. First pass, Molina. Good turn of foot there from Matthews Bates. Looks up, gets a cross in. Terence not... Uh, oh, it's like deflection. Oh, and it's a goal for yes. Australia. Craig Goodwin has scored from a long way out. Heavy deflection, completely wrong-footed. Emiliano Martinez, Enzo Fernandez, the midfielder, is the culprit. And Australia have a goal in this round of 16 clash. Yeah, we're down 2-1 at that stage. And was it possible? We were going to get back and equalise. In fact, it went down to the last 30 seconds. The man who's part of SEN's uh, global game host, he's also a former Socceroo, as part of SCN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, is joining us, Alex Brosk. How are you, Broski? I'm very good, very good. Uh, still hurting from this morning. Um, the boys were incredible once again and, and did us uh, all extremely proud. But obviously losing uh, in the way we did, seeing Argentina scrambling to try and, you know, waste time and do whatever they could to, uh, to get over the line. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to see an Australian side being able to do that. How was how the support biased? by Australians all around Australia. I've never seen anything like it in public spaces all around the joint. It's just beautiful to see, and it's so good when Australia can unite for the one cause. Look, it is, and I think what these players probably don't realise is, is exactly how big that moment was. You know, I mean, we saw it you know, back in 2006 with that 
incredible generation of players and, and they got out of the group and faced Italy. But I don't think even what we, you know, the, the scenes that we saw this morning, I, I don't think we even saw them back then. It was incredible. Every city was, was packed wherever there was a TV, people in front of it. And it was so good to see. I mean, I saw the scenes and just thought, imagine, you know, replicating, and I know it's hard, but replicating that every week and having stands full in the A-League, you know, and how good that would be. And I think, I think they, they, look, there'll definitely be a buzz heading back into the A-League starting this weekend, which, which should benefit from that. But, look, I think what the players have done for um, in, in the whole country, just seeing, you know, how they united everybody, um, they should be incredibly proud. I mean, I know it's difficult for them to see it all being over there, but once they come home, um, oh, look, we're lucky as well. We've got so many of them playing in the A-League. I think everybody needs to get out there, show your appreciation. These guys are heroes. I mean, what, what they did in incredibly difficult circumstances against some of the best players on the planet uh, to stand up to them, to fight against them, to show the Aussie way against them, which we were hoping to see. We saw it. Um, you know, these guys, when they come home, deserve to be to be honoured by people going out to see them every week. Absolutely. And, you know, we did have the Argentinians. They were nervous, weren't they, towards the end of that, that game. But to focus on a, a, a negative, unfortunately, but Matty Ryan's mistake, Alex, unfortunate way to finish a tournament for a man that was just, he was sensational through the entire tournament, wasn't he? Ah, uh, he was, and and he'll be he'll be hurting from that, no doubt. Anybody, you know, in in that situation would. But um, look, I'm sure the players would have gotten around him, and uh, he's been such an incredible player for us over the years. And I know there was a lot of um, you know chat about Mitch Langrak having come in, but I think he proved a lot of people wrong. You know that he deserved to be there. He's our skipper. We should have backed him from the beginning, and it was just an unfortunate mistake. You know, it's not the first one we've seen in this World Cup. Won't be the last one. You know, so it's. Uh, it's a, it's a harsh way to go out. But in saying that, like I said, you know, we, we got one back. We got a, a lucky goal back. Um, and we had the Argentina coach throwing the ball on the field, trying to waste time. We had their players diving all over the place. Uh, things you don't typically see when Australia and Argentina play against each other. So, again, it was, it was great to see. And what I love about World Cups, doesn't matter what code, uh, Alex, is, is about the opportunity that it, it gives the exposure to some players that... And those around the world may not have, have heard of or seen before because reading after the tournament that Grant Quell, the young 18-year-old, has, has signed a contract with Newcastle and could head over there very, very soon. So the great exposure this Australian side has, has given its players, the World Cup, and the tenacity they've shown us comes up with great results like that for young Quell. Oh, look, and he's not the only one. You know, There's a few players that uh, have recently gone overseas, a few younger players. Cammy Devlin's another one. Joel King's another one who's overseas. So we've got a lot of young players that have gone over. Um, and I actually, look, I, I honestly didn't expect much from this World Cup. I didn't think we'd get out of the group. I thought they'd be a good learning experience for them. The kids, while they're now, have made that move to Europe. You know, Now, in the next couple of years, is a big opportunity for them to get into those big leagues. Um, and in four years' time, I thought we'd be a lot better... Uh, better for it. But, I mean, they surprised everybody. They were incredible. The fight, the hunger. I mean, Arnie spoke about that Aussie spirit that, that we were going to show. And to be honest, we hadn't seen it throughout the whole of qualifying. So I, I doubt it was there. Mm. How do we capitalise? for each other. It, it was incredible. How do we capitalise now with the A-League? We've got these stars that are coming back to Australia. We start playing again this weekend. How how do we get fans to the games? How do we get people watching it on television? What, what, what does Soccer Australia need to do now with the A-League to promote these players? Or what, what would you do, Alex? This is your opportunity. 
We're at fever pitch about football in this country. What do you do now if you're the A-League? Well, you said it there, right? You, you promote the players. The guy, I think there's seven or eight players that are in the A-League that were part of that squad. Get them, get them out there, you know. Get them as much as exposure as we can. Like I said, get people knowing that they're playing on the weekend, be it in Adelaide where Craig Goodwin, who scored against Argentina, is going to be playing. You know, get people going out there to, to see him, to watch him play. You know, this guy this is a guy who scored against Argentina, and we can watch him in Adelaide every every week. Grand Qual, he's not going to Newcastle till January. You know, fans at the Mariners need to go out and see him every week until that happens. So that's how I think they capitalise on it. You know, market the guys that were there and, and you know, make them the heroes that they are. Yeah, well sold. Well sold. I, I'm definitely going to be watching a lot more A-League after it. I've... Uh, Got in my blood now for the next uh, next few weeks. Uh, Graham Arnold contract situation. I, I need to I need to, um, to say, Alex, I'm a huge fan of of um, of Graham Arnold and his contract situation. Does it make sense that they've waited to see how the World Cup campaign played out? Look, I think it's just the way it goes. If we'd gone there and, and been you know humiliated and it had gone how it did, say for Qatar. Um, then yes, there's no point him having re-signed or, you know, because things can change quickly. I think it doesn't matter whether he'd signed, not signed. It all depends on results. I think the fact that there were a lot of people calling for his head, like like you said there, I'm a big fan because I've been coached by Arnie. I've got a good relationship with him. Um, and I, I think he was definitely the right man for the job. Did I expect what happened? Absolutely not. I think he's gone far and beyond that. But I, I, look, I'd love to see him stay. I think uh, having spoken to him over a few years, I know how stressful it's been on him, but Look, I would love to see him stay at least till the Asian Cup next year and, and uh, keep guiding these young boys. Alex, he seems a bit old school. Is that his coaching style? <laughs> he is, but he's, he's super intelligent. You know, he knows the mind of a player. He knows um, how things have evolved from when he was young. Things aren't the same, you know, when he was a player to what players think, how they act now. So he's very adaptable. He knows... Um, like I said, the, the inside out of how a player thinks, and he's very, very switched on with that. He knows how to get a good group. You know, he won't bring anybody in that might uh, disrupt a good group, um, and that's what's so good about him. Based on the performances so far now, now we're down to the well, final six, uh, 16, but some have moved through to the, uh, the quarterfinal stage. Based on performances, who raises the World Cup trophy in Alex Brock's mind? Look, I, I'll, I'll have a much clearer picture after Brazil play without Neymar if he's, if he's not yet fit. I think Brazil with Neymar fit, uh, they lift the trophy. I thought Argentina, but, you know, getting out of the group, they weren't impressive. Against us, they weren't impressive um, because we didn't allow them to be. So I feel like, uh, you know, stronger opposition potentially will, will run over the top of them. Um, look, so I think if, if Neymar's fit, Brazil wins it. If not, I'm going to say France. I'm going for Japan. That's who I'm on. <laughs> right, so I've just put okay. the I'll, I've just put the kiss of death on them. They'll lose uh, early to, tomorrow morning. Um, look, it's been a fascinating World Cup. We've we've all gotten up early. I mean, like you, I don't know how you're doing it every single day. Do you know what day it is? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> Uh, no, no. You know what? I've um, I've got the flu as well, and, I, and uh. my wife said, you know, the last time you you were sick was eight years ago when, when the last with the, when the World Cup was on. So I think this all this wake. Oh, we've lost it. It just does something to the body, uh, but it's great. I love it. So, so. We enjoy it, mate. We'll look forward to the global game on SCN. You can listen to that uh, via your local station or get it via the SCN app. Uh, Alex Brosk, thanks for your time, mate. Get well. 
we've lost his line there. It's cut out. So there we go. He's already hung up on you. Yeah, mate. Well, uh, the guy must be buggered. And he kept referring to this morning as yesterday it, morning. Yeah. As well. yeah. It is important, but, you know, with Soccer Australia trying to capitalise on the excitement, all those people that were in Federation Square and King George's um, Square as well and in Sydney. Multiple it's, sites in, in, in all states, yeah. mate. It was – it's fascinating. And and I, I think that's really well sold. It's, it's, you know, Goodwin was the guy that scored against one of the greatest teams in, in the World Cup and arguably one of the greatest players of all time and Lionel Messi – and using the players, campaigning the players as opposed to the teams and the comp itself. And how about this for a juicy quarterfinal, France and England? Mm. If those two countries don't dislike each other now, it's just going to get amazing. This is going to be they'll, – they'll block the tunnel. You realise that. <laughs> you won't be able to go either way. This is Sports Day uh, for the seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. We're going to get to some more sports news plus – We've got texts and phone calls all on the way next. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to it. Monday nights. Jeez, the phones are going off. 0457 736 736 is our text line. Or you can jump on the phone, 1300 01 1170. Actually, uh, James from Bexley has done that. James, you've got a thought on the cricket, mate, and why no one's turning up. Yeah, g'day, fellas. Um, I love the show. Uh, I've heard you guys over at least a week or two now uh, ruminate over this uh, over this topic, and um, the, the, it appears that, that you're not quite certain that it's because because of the schedule. There's too much cricket. Look, I've just googled the Australian cricket team schedule over the last 12 months, and this is um, I'll just start going through it, and you can stop me anytime you want. This is T20s, Test matches, and ODIs. I'm not going to tell you what they are because it'll take too long. But have a listen to this. 19 October 21, 20 October 21, 23 October 21, 29 October 21, 31 October 21, 4 November 21, 6 November 21, 12 November 21, 15 November 21, December 8, 21, December 16, 21, December 26, 21, 5 January 22, 14 January, 11 Feb, 13 Feb, 15 Feb, 18 Feb, 20 Feb, 4 March, 12 March, 21 March, 29 March, 31 March, 2 April, 6 April, 7 June, 8 That's June, 11 June, 14 June, 16 June. You get, you, get the, you get the message and mm. it keeps going. It hasn't stopped, right? It hasn't stopped, guys. So do you think uh, this I'm is... Telling you, it's is staring this, you in the face. It's so people aren't going to the cricket because they've had enough. Mate, there's too much. It's like it's force feeding now. It's and then not you special throw the, anymore. Then you throw the BBL on top of that as well, which is a big schedule. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Good the point. Only, the BBL, only, um, yep. The only thing I'll say about that, a lot of that cricket is overseas and there's obviously a lot of one days and that thrown in, which we don't see on free-to-air, by the way. Mm. We don't see that True. stuff. Yeah, and that, not everyone has KO or Foxtel. Right? They should if they don't. Agreed. But, but so not everyone is exposed to all of that. And, Satch, you're one of those people in footy season. You're not even interested in cricket. Yeah, if the cricket's touring, I won't go out of my way to watch it. Unless watch it's an Ashes, right? Yeah, if I watch highlights, absolutely, and an Ashes. But, yeah, I won't, I won't spend All too right. much time on it. It's an interesting thought, James. Will you go and see them uh, in the Sydney test? 
bitchy. Yeah. Uh, mate, sorry, here's the other point, actually. I heard another call this afternoon. I was listening to, um, I don't think it was a drive home. I think it was, um, I think it was Smitty um, in the mm-hmm. afternoons. They were going on about, they were telling us about the prices for, um, for test match seats around the country. Mate, it's 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 out of the the general uh, general uh, Joe uh, public's um, affordability range. It's um, family t- family tickets are really expensive, and individual tickets are ridiculous. Well, I looked at tickets for for the first day of the Gabba, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, against South Africa, which is a Saturday. There's tickets from ten bucks. I've never seen, and they might be child tickets or concession. I've never seen oh, tickets okay. that cheap at the Gabba. And you know what I think the other thing might no, be happening. It might be happening here, boys, just to throw this out. They've changed the schedule. The first test should be at the Gabba last week in November. You can't get tickets normally. They're mucking it around. Like, why yeah. are we playing in Perth first? Adelaide, Adelaide test match isn't on Australia Day anymore either, is it? But Australia Day weekend. It's going to be interesting. used to be Australia Day weekend, the Adelaide test match. James, it's going to be interesting, the Adelaide test match, which starts on Thursday, mm-hmm. day night. Mm-hmm whether the South Australians turn up for that. A little bit different. And there's nothing to do in South Australia. So they've got no excuse, right? <laughs> All right, except for go <laughs> put things Bill. in barrels. All right, mate, thanks for that. Uh, Fitzy from the Goldie is joining us. Fitzy, you've got an opinion on the cricket. Hello, boys. How are you? Very good, good mate. Do you reckon Adrian give diarrhea the shit? Oh, okay. oh Language. Language. <laughs> Promise me language is going to be good. Anyway, mate, Sorry. enough Sorry, of Adrian. I said the pits. I know, I know. I love the fact um, he argues he's not an accountant. <laughs> he's a real estate agent. Hang on, hang on a minute, Woogie. You just start, hold on, Woogie. <laughs> oh, <he's a> <laughs> what do you want to say about the cricket? Look, I've said this till I'm blue in the face. The Sandpaper Gate had us all off the bit and we were off them. The Ashes series, the TV show, got us back in love with them. The way Justin Langer was treated had made us fall back out of love with him. And then I think uh, Pat Cummins's some of the comments he's made has just further alienated the players from yeah, real Australia. Whereas you look at the soccer players, you wouldn't think they're all millionaire players playing in Europe or wherever they might be playing. They, they were just such humble, nice, great guys that, you know, were genuinely upset about losing and I thought it was a really nice touch yeah it feels as though that there's there's not a sense of attachment to the current cricketing players and once upon a time you know we we always felt this sense of attachment to the to the cricketing team the national cricketing side and and when Fitzy when we aren't playing cricket it seems as though the news all that news you just mentioned you know there's the there's the the test documentary then what happened with Justin Lang and now Pat Cummings when we have got some free air away from cricket, it's still filling the airways yeah, we're yeah, talking about point. like we're doing now. So it's it seems to be a 24-hour cycle. And also the treatment. Let's not forget the treatment of Tim Payne mm. as well. Yeah. Something oh, he was very, cleared that on. Was, that, that's probably kicked it off. That yeah. was more of a, mo- a moral compass. That was, that was more about people, what they thought of Tim Payne morally. They, they just didn't think they But he was cleared him. of any wrongdoing. Mm. And then they named him captain. But then, then Sats. But then that's why didn't we get rid of Warnie? Yeah. He was playing. Yeah. I mean, he's bigger than the game itself, <laughs> you know, wasn't he? It's a different he? world now, I know, but come on. We're not – it's not that different. Like, yeah, they, I just think those blokes are so removed. Remember, 11 out of 11, you'd want to go and have a beer with out of that Australian cricket team. Now, I don't think there'd be anyone I'd want to have a beer with in that team. But mm. the soccer team, 
don't know most of their names, but I'd go and have a beer with everyone. Okay, Fitzy, as a as a lover of Australian sport, how do how does Cricket Australia connect the Australian team back to the community? What, what do they need to do? Other than win games, well, is it an Ashes series that gets us back involved, a bit interested again? Ashes will get us back in, but it'll be in the middle of winter and it'll be at a strange time slot, but that's all right. We'll all get up and get involved. Mate, I think just shut up and play cricket. You know what? And don't and don't give us all the the nice rhetoric when you get asked a question. Just speak from the heart and say how mm. it is. Like just get back to being, you know, enjoying if you love your cricket, tell us how you love your cricket and, and let us fall back in love with, with you guys and the game. So mm. I, I don't think it's too much cricket. I think one one the cricket's too expensive to go to. Me and my mates used to go for five days of the Adelaide test, fly down every year. Now, hundred bucks a day, no thanks. There's a really good text that's just come. Really good text, and this is how I feel. David Tweed, guys, the cricket team aren't ours anymore. And remember, we've said this all along, Sats. It's our team. It's actually not your team, Pat Cummins. It's our team. They are their own. They are their own. So that's why we aren't attached anymore to them, as they have made themselves a commodity. And Green Pat only adds to the issue. That's David Tweed. Yeah, anyway, everyone's got an opinion. All right, mate. Thanks. Hey, hey boys. Just yeah, no more swearing, Fitzy. Just quickly, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I won't swear, I promise. Now, I know um, Joel and, and Big Head give it to you when they yeah. get on each week and they've always got something up their sleeve. Mm-hmm. Go back and find when Joel interviewed Justin Langer. Oh, my God. It is one of the biggest suck-up radio <laughs> interviews ever. Bad <laughs> in. Mate. He had bagged him for months. Yeah. And he got him on. He goes, oh, JL, I had a poster of you on the wall as oh, a yeah. kid. Oh, Dollar mate. one. Dollar oh, one that was always going to happen with sugar. Mm. What a I nearly crashed my car on the M1. Yeah. Mate, he's probably crashing his car as he's going through the Macca's <laughs> drive-thru on the way home now <laughs> yeah. as we speak. Radio Fitzy, we'll, we will find, find that. We said play it back to him. <laughs> we will find that. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your call. Fitzy's too smart for our show. Yeah, I know. Too smart. I know. wish we had more Fitzy's, less Adrian's. You can't say that. What? Oh, you just can't God. say it. Well, what? Look at the text coming through. 0457 736 736. Keep your texts coming through. Or you can give us a call like did Fitzy. You say keep your texts? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's not. I know. Hey, welcome to Texas. Uh, it wasn't even a Texas Texan accent either, was it? It's a bad day today. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our phone number. Craig from Maitland Cricket Australia don't realise they are the problem. Gutless CEO and the head office are to blame. That's what Craig says. I thought Cricket Australia handled the um, the moving of Justin Langer really poorly. They could have done it cleaner. They could have said leading into the T Twenty and the and the Ashes, you've done a great job for us. But at the end of the Ashes series, we're going to move on, but we're going to keep in some capacity. And I think, yeah, I think they failed Australian cricket by not doing that. There was only one bloke. In that whole team that actually thanked him. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> and that's a, oh yeah, that wasn't good either, was it? <laughs> I'm struggling today, aren't I? Yeah. All right, let's go to a break. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to the show. Sats and JC for your Monday night. Plenty uh, going on. Boy, the text machine blowing up. Uh, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit NFLGamePass.com. Both our teams won today. Green Bay and Dallas. Beat Chicago, which they do every year. We beat the Colts. Slaughtered the Colts. 50-something mm. to 19. So uh, let's get to text. A lot of people still having their say on crickets. And also the Socceroos sats. We're going to sats. I bet the Socceroos don't white ant and knife Graham Arnold. Rooster Mars. You're saying that. What's that? You were saying that before. Was that was that on the air or off the air? I can't remember off. now. Yeah, you were saying that even if Graham Arnold's not the right man, wouldn't it be nice to put him into a, a coaching type well, director this is, role? Well, this is the scenario that, that possibly Soccer Australia is going to be confronted with. There's a lot, yeah. of, lot of people, a lot of critics who are believing that Graham Arnold shouldn't be the coach. I believe he should have been because I just know what a sort of attributes yeah. he's got, the effect that he has on a playing group. But they're getting to the point now that results say that this is the most successful Australian side at a World Cup. But do they continue with Graham Arnold, like Alex Bross was saying, through the Asia Cup? And do, after that, do they say, well, we want to put you in a more senior role and we mm. bring another coach in and you work together? Something like a coaching coordinator, whatever it may be. They're in the same situation as what Cricket Australia were with Justin Langer. And I hope they handle it better. Yeah. Sporty Gavs made a good point here. Disappointed with Matty Ryan's goalkeeping howler to give us Argentina a 2-0 lead. Uh, it was like a kick in the guts. Good fight back from Graham Arnold's men to just miss out on the equaliser. Harry Souter is my favourite of the player of the tournament for Australia. That's from Sporty well, Gav in Newcastle. Graham Arnold, what he did with Harry Souter, which a lot of clubs in the EPL do and, and the A League, is because he's so tall, they wanted to get him up in near the goals just because he's six foot six or whatever he is and be able to get some contact with the head, whatever it may be. Moved him from the defensive line up into the forward line and. And it was a it was a really good it was a ma- bit of a masterstroke for from Graham Arnold, and he he was able to adapt on the run and and make some really big big decisions based on desperate moments. Evening, lads. Regarding the soccer World Cup, the last time I watched this much SBS TV, I was a young boy sneaking a peek at those late night world movies. Mm. Cheers, Jay. We all did that, Jay. No, nah, every time to- every time I tune in, it was like basket weaving in Peru. <laughs> like I just I got the wrong night. Yeah, but what were they? Weaving the baskets <laughs> they dressed in. Well, they were topless. <laughs> yep. Now, uh, Miko from Toowoomba. I love Toowoomba. My wife was in Toowoomba today. Was she? First time ever. Uh, boys, yes, what? I believe. Yeah, never been to Toowoomba. It's a great place. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, boys, yes, I believe the current crop of Australian cricketers have become too off with the general public. But maybe the cost of living, Christmas coming, they might be saving their coin for the big bash costs. A lot to take the family out to. Yeah, it is a lot more fam- family friendly, isn't it? The the big bash. I want to try and get. Actually, we know what the crowd figures are. I haven't seen them. I'm going to go searching for the TV numbers. Yep. See whether people were watching it or not. Mm. Can I just say too? By the way, Channel 7's coverage. The the times that I did watch, I thought Channel 7's coverage of the first test was really good. Can I say Justin Langer? Yeah. Really good commentator. Yeah. His pieces to camera were just. Both he looking down the barrel, it was really good. And Trent Copeland's bowling analysis is spot on. He's as always well. been good, yeah. yeah. No, very good. And Punter, I reckon Punter's the best commentator in cricket right now. 
Very good. One Ra- more sats. Rab Gaz says Adrian has a great mind and speaks from the heart. We need more like him. I agree. Rab Gaz. Who wrote that? Rab Gaz. That's Adrian's Seven, number. Six, eight. That's Adrian's number. <laughs> uh, mystery man, it's woke BS, boys. That's what it is regarding the Australian cricket team. There you have it. Keep your text coming through 0457 736 736 uh, or 1300 01 1170. We're going to go to break. When we come back, more of Sports Day, including Joel and Fetch coming up. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, welcome to the second big hour of the show. Sats and Jace here for the next three weeks. Badge is on holidays. Yep, he worked a month and now has three weeks off. That means we're taking you through to Christmas. So do, yes. we, have, do we have to buy a present or should we just chip in and get Jack one? To Who, say you and you? I? Yeah. But he's he's going over to Ireland, what, in, is it February? Uh, yeah, so do we buy him two presents? Do we no. have to buy him a Christmas present and a farewell present? Because he's leaving us, he gets nothing. I've got some TV ratings, free to wear, by the way, for... Oh, here we go, listeners. He loves his TV ratings. I'm not going to do it. Like now. people I'm not gonna really do now. care. But no, anyway, go for no, it. No, no, uh, no. John no. and Fletch coming up real soon uh, on the show. Uh, they'll they'll do their usual hilarity. Now, can you tell me and how your many texts on 0457 736 736? Thanks to our great mates at McDonald Jones Homes and their birthday sale. Which how is many now. Australians watched the cricket? No, are you just going to take the Channel, P1 Channel 7 five? or is that KO? Well, well, what's free to air, Scott? Well, I'm asking you. So obviously, I told you free to air. Seven. Okay. Um, it came in day two, session three came in eighth. What did it can get? Can you tell me what day three, session four came in at? <laughs> we got Martin, who's on the line from Seaforth. Hello, Martin. How are you, mate? Yeah, good day, boys. How are you going? Good, good, good. Now, listen, you, you're, you've sent us a text. We thought we've got to get you on the phone on this. You've just gotten back yeah. from Qatar. It was your fourth World Cup, and you reckon it was the best? Oh, yeah, best by far. Um, I mean, I had a bad rap, but the uh, as a spectator, it was fantastically organised. The transport was really easy. Getting in and out the grounds was fantastic. The stadiums of air were air-conditioned. It, it was an amazing experience, and I think they, you know, someone should say they've done a good job, and, and I, I believe they did. Craziest supporters, fans that you saw over there, Martin? Uh, the Tunisians. We we were we were in the crowd in the Tunisian uh, game, and we were just surrounded by red. And they just sang and sang and sang, and then then we scored, and then suddenly they got a bit quiet. So I mean, they were they were sort of crazy, really. There was a lot of them, uh, so that they, they were they were really up for it. But unfortunately, they didn't make it through. Your accommodation. Were you staying in one of the uh, shipping containers with sewage leaking? Or did you have a tent <laughs> in the desert? This is how bad we're hearing it is. No, 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 no. We had an apartment, actually. Uh, there were, I went with three mates, and we, we had two two-bedroom apartments. I went with the Green and Gold Army. I was with 
Simon Hill and, uh, and John Cosmina and all those guys in our group. And no, I can't complain about accommodation. It was, it was really good. I mean, we did see Tent City as well, so I can't speak for their experience, but I can speak for mine, and it was, uh, it was really good, actually. So you're saying it's your fourth World Cup. What were the other three to compare it to? Well, I went to Germany in 2006, then South Africa in 2010, and then I went to Brazil in 2014, oh, and I missed wait. Russia. Well, hang on a second. Wait. Qatar is better than Brazil World what? Cup. Well, I, I, I can tell. I had, when I went to Brazil, I had 21 flights in 19 days. Right? So you can imagine it's, it's great, the, you know, the environment, fantastic, but just the strain of travel was just uh, enormous. In Qatar, you was an hour from every single every single stadium, you know, so it's so easy to get around. The Metro was fantastic. The bus service was fantastic. So as a spectator to watch an event, it was really easy. I mean, Brazil was a fantastic country and we had a great time, but just getting to grounds was enormous. Can you confirm nor deny that <laughs> while in Brazil, did you go to a beach party and wear said G-string? Uh, I stayed on Ipanema Beach and... The world comes past you, and there is some great sights. All I can say on that. Right, yeah. It's unbelievable. And in Brazil, did you eat nuts? Because <laughs> you can't call them Brazil nuts over there. They're just nuts. Yeah, they're just nuts. Yeah, well, great question, Woody. Uh, yeah, so, but uh, no, I didn't eat any nuts there. Right. I just drank plenty of caprini or whatever they call the, the cocktails they had. <laughs> right, okay. See, yeah, did you eat any food? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, like a goanna or something. I don't know. What yeah. are, what's their no? What's that lizard they have over there? Uh, Iguana. No, no, no. You go. No, you go to in Brazil. You go to these restaurants and they just keep feeding you up with meat. And until you yeah. say no, they just Brazilian barbecue. Steak off so good. Steak. Is yeah, that a real it's thing? Oh, so good. Oh, it's mm. sensational. I, I went to one in Qatar as well, actually. So, did you? Yeah, and it was the same. Yeah. I nice. Did, yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was a, a good trip. You know we've run out of questions, uh, Martin, when we start asking about – we're quoting The Simpsons. About whether you've eaten some Yeah, some we're nuts. quoting The Simpsons. Yeah, we're, and yeah. we're talking about Brazilian yeah, barbecue. Yeah. But anyway, we'll let you go. Thanks, Martin. Mate, mate that's really good to hear because we've certainly heard a lot of negatives. But from a couple of people we know have been there um, have said it's actually been very, very good. So thanks for your call, mate, and thanks for listening. No worries, boys. Thank you. There you go. There you go. There's Martin from Seaforth. Just come back from Qatar. Nice. Mm-hmm. Better than Brazil, though. Come on. Yeah. Maybe a different phase of his life now. And is it because yeah, Australia were, true. were the best they've ever been? Is that? But there's a Jesus statue in I Brazil. Mm. How can you not like that? Yep. Like, seriously. Anyway. And nude beach volleyball as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? What's that main beach in Brazil called? You know the one? Was that the one? The yeah. one he talked about? Yep. Send us your texts. 0457 736 736 is our number. Uh, if you want to shoot us a text about anything tonight, plenty going off. Uh, people going off about Australian cricket and Adrian. Which one, Which ones do you want to read out? Now, we've got Shane at Coffs says, in my opinion, the 20-over format of cricket has been a big influence in the decline of the cricket itself. The IPL has a lot to answer for. A quick fix money grab, test match and 50-over was cricket at its best. I'm, I agree. I think it's coming back to kill us. And here's the thing. You've got all these – I mean, 2020 cricket's designed for the younger viewer, right? Um, I don't know if it's millennials or Gen Ys or whatever to get them to concentrate on cricket. 
But I think in doing all that, you're kind of alienating your main customer who are people 35, 40 over, mm. who are becoming disenchanted with, with cricket in this country. Oh, maybe that's a thing. I'm not sure. Mind you, having said that, I like 1010 or that 100. No. Have you seen the 100? No. Mate. We don't need it. The 100 kill. I, I reckon scrap 2020 and play the 100. I like it. I think I, we play a T20 World Cup every four years. That's the only time we play T20 other than the Big Bash. Okay. Mm. And you've got to pick the players from Sheffield Shield. <laughs> Once we used to, didn't we? We used to. Uh, remember, the, remember when Aussie captains used to play Sheffield Shield? Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Woogie, I bet when Sat's got his origin plays, Geary couldn't wait to don said gear and strutty stuff. Is that true? Is that when? Because you wore a singlet once to go and pick up a car. Allegedly. Allegedly. The accountant is a peanut. Warner didn't kill anyone. Dunny's time. Obviously a Parramatta supporter. That's from Beardy. BDM Choz. Now, Alan Edmondson says, Hi, guys. Warner was always the issue with Sandpaper Gap. Smith's naivety got him on board. Clearly, Smith is our best caption, captain option. And I agree. I think he still is uh, outside of Pat Cummins. Some may say that he should be the captain, captain instead of Matt, Pat Cummins. <laughs> You're right. Matt Cummins. There's too many Ps. Mm, Matt Cummins. But... It was the Adelaide test when Pat Cummins had COVID. Remember, he had to hire that private jet to get home because yeah. he's a he's 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 a um, what is he a, a climate warrior? Mm. So he got that private jet to go back to New South Wales because he had COVID. Steve Smith captained that test match, so he has captained since he's been, you know, since he has the whole you know sandpaper gate. So. I think it. I think it's already been announced, or it's, it's just just ticking a box that Steve Smith will captain Australia on Thursday. Good to see that. And then let's work out. And I was never a fan of Dave Warner, but let's let's come on. Enough's enough. The bloke served his time. He's still serving Cricket Australia quite well. Why aren't we giving him the opportunity to have any leadership? Mm. In this, it's ridiculous. Well, we, we don't need to happen. announce whether he's back into a leadership. Just True. allow it to happen. Just happen. And it happens organically anyway, so there doesn't need to be any big press release. Let me ask you this about announcements. Yep. Matt Cooper going off on social media again saying, I don't want to ruin the party. There was a reunion of the 2010 grand final winning side. Yeah, this is an intriguing one. He decided not to go because there's some people there that had nothing to do with that win. Yep. I don't want to make a big deal of it, but he then gets on Twitter and has a crack at people about this. Yeah, Matty Cooper's it. been very critical of, of his former club. You know, 250 games. One of the great players, mind you. One of the great modern-day defensive players, Matty Cooper. And he's been uh, quite critical of the, of the Dragons moving forward. And um, obviously has left a bit of taste in his mouth from when he retired. Uh, yeah, interesting enough to, to go on Twitter and, and explain to the, the people, the fans, why he didn't go to their 10-year reunion, which is a 12-year because of COVID. Um, it's baffling why he tried to bring the attention upon himself like that. He says he's going to reveal more in the new year when the rugby league shows open up and he can give more content. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed, to be quite honest. Um, you know, the reasons being, like you said, a, a former CEO was going to be there and a player who did not even play in the game were going to be there as well. You know, if there's a player that's part of a, a first-grade squad that is part of a, a team that wins the comp in 2010, for example... Even if they play one one second, one minute of that year, they should be invited to reunions. Uh, we have a, we have a get together every year, the two thousand and three side. We invite every player that played one second that year, and so yeah, they nice. should. Now Peter Doust, from all reports, is the CEO that he that he alludes to. 
Um, and it's it's around a job that was potentially offered to him upon retirement. Now, yeah, that's a salary cap offence as well. You know, and, and the clubs have got to make decisions based on that. And players don't understand salary caps when you're playing. Okay, all you know is what your manager tells you and how much you can get paid. So for Matty Cooper, I, I would like to say, you know, we've all been there upon retirement or getting close to the end of our careers where we, we possibly get promised something and it doesn't come to fruition. We've just got to get over it. And we've got to stop trying to destabilise the club that you serve so proudly. Try and come up with solutions on how you can be successful again. And by going on Twitter and trying to slander the club again, I don't think it's the right way forward. Mm. Oh, good words, Sats. I, I agree. You know, particularly when you say, you know, I didn't want to make a big deal of it. Well, you have. I want Matty Cooper to be, I want Matty Cooper to be excited about the club that he serves so proudly. Mm. I, I want him to be able to go to, you know, Jubilee, or whether it's in Wollongong or in Sydney, and and feel really excited about the club and the prospects of the club. You know, the, the last thing any club needs is is old boys trying to drag it down. As I said earlier on, and probably about three or four weeks ago. Jace, you know, old boys can be white ants and really bad for the club or they can really stabilise the club and, and celebrate the history of the club with the current playing group. Yeah, Fitzy agrees with us. Matty Cooper didn't want to make a scene whilst making a scene. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. 0457 736 736 is our text, thanks to McDonald Jones Homes. Or you can call us 1300 0111 70. Brendan from Brisbane is on the line. Brendan, you have got some thoughts on Smithy and leadership. Yeah, I, I it, this makes me laugh. Leadership 101 says that you're the one that does the influence, influencing, and yet everyone keeps blaming Warner for, for being the biggest problem in all of it, yet he, he was able to, to get Smith to do the, what he wanted, right? So who was the better leader? <laughs> now, they weren't a better leader for good, but they were certainly the better leader in the room. Yep. And uh, for those who don't remember, Warner, uh, Warner was the vice captain at the time, wasn't he? Hundred percent, and yet everyone—he's copped the blame for everything. Mm. Now, again, leadership one hundred and one says the buck stops at the top, and yet somehow it stopped one up from the top. Mm. He cops all the blame, and yet the very bloke who everyone's saying is the better leader—and I'm not saying he is or isn't—I'm just saying at that point in time he wasn't the guy who got him to do it. If he got him to do it, I'm still not convinced. Um, is is the better leader. Everyone's going to have to just take a chill pill. I agree with what you said before. He's done his time. Give the guy a break. Everyone makes mistakes. Anyone that hasn't can throw stones at their glass house, as far as I'm concerned, and and we move on. But he wasn't the better leader in the room, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, probably proved that David Warner was a far more aggressive leader, or if you want to call him a leader, a more aggressive competitor, whereas... Uh, Steve Smith at the time was probably more of a more of a placid leader, just a lead by example and small talk with his teammates. But I think from the whole occasion, I think Brendan, I think Smith has learnt more about himself as a leader mm. moving forward. And I think that's why that's why he'd be a good leader again. Mm. Brendan, oh, I don't disagree. I don't mm. disagree. All right, Brendan. Love... I think he, I think he'll make a great leader. Yeah, Brendan. Thanks for your call, mate. Good to have you listening in Brizzy. He's gone. Hey, here's another text. Here's the other side of it, right? It's a hot it's a hot debate. Tim, who doesn't freeze meat from parks. Hey, lads, got to chime in here. Dave Warner should never, I repeat, never be allowed to be in a leadership role in Australian cricket. We all know he masterminded Sandpaper Gate. Well, we don't all know that. 
And obviously he manipulated Cameron Bancroft into carrying it out. Oh, again, I don't buy that either. I, I'm i sorry. We don't know whether Cameron Bancroft put his hand up and said, you know what, guys? We don't know. I'm willing to do it, and we're not we making, don't know. And we're not making that allegation. No, absolutely. We just don't know the, the finer details of Pe- it all. People assume because he was his opening batting partner that he did all this. Mm. We, we don't know what actually happened. On top of everything, included including his form of late, I think he should be dropped and swept under the carpet and let another young, fresh, uncorrupted young man come through who loves the game and not willing to cheat. Well, I don't think for a minute Dave Warner is corrupted. Mm. It's certainly not our, our, our thoughts, but it's, a, it's an interesting angle on this. I just – I don't know why people are so – and, again, I think everyone should be – have done their time. But why is everyone willing to forgive Steve Smith? They already have. He's already captain Australia again, but not Dave Warner. Why does the captain get away with it and the vice captain does it? Mm. Doesn't. Maybe it's a form thing. Maybe while he's he's struggling, he's easily he has been easily to pile on. Um But is it also the fact that, and someone mentioned it earlier, is it because Steve Smith showed so much remorse and Dave Warner didn't? It's like Dave went into PR mode. Yeah, you know, he did go into PR mode, but um But that's probably his way of handling it, right? He was very remorseful. You just had to look at the the images mm. of, of Dave Warner, like openly crying about about the decision and, and the situation they were in. And I think a lot of people would be much the same. But I think you are right. I think, and I think you hit the nail on the head. He did go into PR mode. His wife Candace Warner in the in the um, the press conference that day with with a, a public relations manager as well. Who? What's her name? The one that was in all the was reality Roxy, shows. Roxy Jasenko. One with the lips. Yeah. So. It was all about PR, and unfortunately, it wasn't handled correctly. So, um, and Steve Smith, I think we've always had a bit of a soft spot for Steve Smith as well because he's been, you know, I suppose religiously one of our better batters as well, and just seems to be a guy that cricket fans can connect with a little bit easier. Get involved. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got Joel and Fletch coming up uh, real soon. By the way. Uh, from the run home. We'll have a, a chat to them. Uh, jobs at Robson Civil Projects, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. World Cup uh, results very quickly. Got to go to a break. Overnight, England beat Senegal 3 0, and France beat Poland 3 1. Sets up a juicy. They won't have a stadium big enough to hold those two. If, they could, if they could expand it, they would. I can just imagine. And I'm, you know what? I'm going to go for France in this because I like their food better. I no, you were boycotting them. A few days ago, no, as we're going, going to talk about no, with no, we're not Joel and Fletch. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. If you want the cricket ratings, let me know and I'll oh. send them to you all individually. Mm. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day 
with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Badge and Jay, uh, Sats and Jace here uh, for three weeks. Badge is on holidays, although I won't be in tomorrow night. I won't be here. We've just decided that I'm not only going to host the show, I'm going to deliver content gold. I'm not coming and in. Jack is going to do the panel. I'm sick of the crap from you and Jack, so I'm not coming in. How's that sound? Sounds fine. Hey, lads, here's a thought. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not coming in. No, I'm you serious can do it with also. Jack too. You don't have to be here. And you guys can just talk about uh, great rugby league moments and soccer. Because it's not football either. I'm sick of people saying football. It's football. They're called the soccer ruse, mate. Mm. Shut up, Jack. Uh, hey, lads, here's a thought. Why don't we drop all the New South Wales cricketers? We don't like the football side. We don't like their cricketers. It just makes us bad. Oh, that's just a stupid text. <laughs> wow. Wow, way to polarise the listeners. Well, that, that what that doesn't even make sense. Okay, here's Leo talking about crowd uh, viewing viewership broadcasting. Do you think the broadcasting from Channel 9 to 7 plays a role in crowd numbers? Forget we had Channel 9 create a brand for those who watch their favourite commentary. There's a really good, that's a really good point, actually, from Leo. We had this Channel 9 commentary team for decades mm. that we – felt connected to and then then transcended into the side as well. Yeah. Is it like is it like a sports man or woman taking over from one of the greats? I it's agree. Just, I agree. People like, tend to lose interest. Last Christmas day after a couple of shandies, we went and listened to the twelfth man mm. take off the commentators from the nine commentary that was great. Channel seven doesn't have that channel nine stigma. Your thoughts, Leo. Leo, I think you make a really good point. I think it's not just one area that we feel disconnected. We feel disconnected probably with cricket in general because Richie and Bill and Tony Gregg and, and co aren't there. And this year, geez, I miss Warnie and I miss, and, and I miss Roy. I think I said this last week, just, just their characters, personality. Mm. That's why JL was refreshing. Wasn't he in the commentary docs? Both he and Ian Bishop outstanding. Mm. Very good. Yep. Uh, hey lads, Warner got a life band. Did Smith? I can't remember. Maybe that's the difference. You should get Maddie Cooper on the show, if not to clarify the latest talk. But he would have some great stories. That's from St. Boyd. Yeah. Have you, are you mates with Maddie? No, I'm not. I've only met him once or twice. Um, but having a lot to do with Maddie Cooper, as I said, tremendous player. And from all reports, a, a great guy as well. Tim, but, from, Tim, who doesn't freeze meat from parks, yep. says, Hey, lads, it's because Dave Warner's whole persona rubs people the wrong way, even before Sandpaper Gate. Dave Warner was always on the nose and people... Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. But having heard comments from Tim Payne, he feels he was harshly dealt by by Cricket Australia. Hence some of his frustration. Dave Warner. Dave Warner? Yeah. Because he was one of the players pushing for that pay resolution. Mm. So, uh, evening fellas. Aussie Joe Public don't like cheats, sly foxes, money-hungry players. I've been off the Aussie cricket team for ages. Complete disconnection. Andy D... From Brisbane. And that's the one word, disconnect. That's where I feel as though a lot of Australian cricketing fans, they feel the same. For some reason, we don't feel as though that we can just reach out and touch the Australian team. They always used to be so accessible, but they don't seem to be so much of late, mm. probably the last few years. Oh, that changed when Tim Payne and Justin Langer were in there. I mean, you see the players hanging around for ages signing autographs and all that. Mm. When they did that tour... In uh, August, and they went up to Cairns and Townsville. Yep. They didn't do any cricket clinics or anything, particularly in Townsville. Nothing. 
did nothing with the public. I know, yeah. And they, but they went to the rugby league. Yeah, it's disappointing. And they used COVID as an excuse not to do things, and they went to the footy with 20,000 people. Will from Randwick. G'day, boys. Adrian says what other people think. I like his comments. I could have a beer with him at the dog in, in Randwick. Well, we'll put you in touch and go and have a beer with him then. <laughs> I'd have a beer with Adrian. I wouldn't. And because he's an accountant, he wouldn't Can shout. I, during the rugby league season, I'm going to call for a Satz's shout. At a at the Greenwood in North Sydney. What? I'm going to invite Adrian, Will from Randwick, Glenn, the Reality King, Danger will fly down from Cairns. Steve, like he'll come wh- in from Dubbo. It's like the whack pack. Mm. Seriously, you're going to have a beer with all of them. Absolutely, I will. And any anyone else that wants to come as well. Oh God, you're going to invite Tim from Parks. Who doesn't freeze his meat? Yeah. Absolutely. Give him a frozen steak, see if he can tell the difference. Well, no, cook it, I mean. Um, no interest in selfish millionaire virtue signaling sportsmen and cricketers fit that. That's from John. There is so much hatred. Well, not not hatred, dislike. Mm. It's going to be interesting. Now, Matt Cooper uh, ending in 651, phone number. Matt Cooper smells like a book, book coming. He doesn't want to reveal too much until the new year. I'm led to believe 651 that, as I said earlier on, he's now sort of disclosed that he's going to wait till the rugby league season starts and a lot of the rugby league magazine shows are back on air, like your NRL 360s and Cup. Yeah. Right, we've got to get to a break. Joel and Fletch standing by. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Been a big weekend in sport. Let's catch up with the boys from the run home. Joel and Fletch. Hello, lads. Boys, uh, yeah. what did you think? I know every... Did you get up and watch it? Please tell me you got up and watched the, yep. the Socceroos. Yes. Woogie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, yeah. I got up at work. I got up at one I got up for the one AM two AM game your time as well. Oh, okay, our time. <laughs> it's an hour away, but <laughs> were, were, were you, um, you? You just been frothing on the World Cup. Yeah, well, have yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of our one of our our former colleagues, Benny Jones, who went over there just for a bit of a trip, and so we caught up with him a couple of times to get his take on what's going on over there. It was uh, weird, like a weird place from all all. By the sounds of it, but uh, yeah, I've, I've I've enjoyed it. I thought that that performance on the weekend against Argentina it was outstanding, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Now we were just saying, look, you could tell we don't, we just don't have that skill. But I thought our we look a lot fitter. Yes. Yeah. Like the back end of that second half, like the hands on hands on hips by the Argentinians, I just I think our fitness was definitely one of our strengths. It's yeah. brutal the fitness you need, oh, isn't just, it? Just, oh. And they're not big people, but. The amount of running they oh. have to do. I wonder, would you run a lot more in that game than AFL? Yes. Mm, I would say yes. So? I reckon the AFL. The, I, I reckon the referee does more running. Well, the in AFL in you're doing than... anywhere from, what, about 14 to 20 kilometres per game. Some of those guys that are, are always but on the end, go. Yeah, end to end. Mm. I, that's two hours, though. That's over two hours. Yeah. It? I'd love to, just speaking about the AFL, mm. I'd love to just one off season, just say to Latrell Mitchell, Latrell, go and train with the Swans. For three months. Shut up, Joel. We don't want that happening. <laughs> no, not to play. Yeah, but what if he gets injured? Mate. Are you saying he's doing fat? anything? No, I'm saying that he could represent super, super fit Latrell and he would be 
impossible to stop. Well, can I yeah. tell you this? Mm. One year we trained, or one session, I should say, we trained with the Swans and we also trained with some boxers. Yes. And what what had happened, it was just a one session. It was a, it, We were getting flogged, but we, we mixed everything up. So you had to do your Swans, 100-metre sprints, then the 250 runs, and they flogged us on that. Yep. Then we had to do the up and up and downs. Mm-hmm. We smashed them on that. Up and down and wrestle, and then do, combine all three. Boxers won. Really? Boxers won, hands down. So the Swannies, terrific at running, but they were legless at getting up off the ground. Yeah, that's the contact. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they couldn't handle it. I'll tell you, I, um, I, I came back in uh, after 2004 from Sulphur. The, those pork chops had ripped me off. Radisson, Maine. So I was going to just oh, yeah. tools down. And I was the only training I was doing, right, was – and I was never the fittest player in the team. But the only training I was doing was with the Cronulla touch side, the open side, right? Sure was the Mermaids. No. <laughs> no. And Darren Shelley and Co. Tim Sheens yeah. – t- yeah, Darren Shelley. Hello to and JB out there. Um, Tim Sheens had the Tigers just by coincidence out on the sand hills, and I was doing some sand hills. Mm. And he said, come and join the boys. And I flogged the boys. Yeah. And that, and How'd you go on fitness, though? <laughs> <laughs> but mate, it, it's the, the reason I bring this up is they don't they don't let their players do no. it. Mm. It's the very best fitness you can get for you them. They were raucous yeah. those Wanda Sandhills. Oh, how bad were they? Oh, I've never but vomited you, but, so much in my life on those things. We had to do one, and people don't believe me. Where you had to get your similar position, and you had to carry them up on your back yeah. like firemen's carry. Oh them. yeah, that was Scotty Petherbridge collapsed. <laughs> Cooker. Like literally collapsed <laughs> and just didn't get up. Scotty Petherbridge. Hey, yeah. talk about right South. Yeah. Talk about cross codes. Is there a player you guys played with that could have gone and played AFL? Like I've always believed, you know, there's still a room for the small man in the game. You know, like Paul Kelly was my favourite player, played for the Swans. Mm. And uh, I thought Preston could have played. Oh, Preston Campbell could have played. Yeah. AFL? AFL, yeah. Um, Andrew Walker. Oh, Unk. Andrew Walker mm. could have played AFL easily. Corey Pearson. Corey Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't tell you what. I tell you what about Corey Pearson. I was joking about AFL, but he could. He could. He's a sportsman. He, I think he played first grade cricket. Mm. Corey Pearson. Baby steps. We used to call him <laughs> yes. baby steps. Eggshells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes baby yes. steps. Yes, uh, boys. Now we've been talking all things. Um, we've been talking all things World Cup. Yeah. What did you guys think about? What did you think, Brian, about? the French team resting their players. Yeah, I thought it was smart. Because, yeah. you know, they, they were guaranteed to go to the next round of 16. Mm. They are one of the favourites. Yes. I have no issue because I like the French. Yes. My brother-in-law's French. All oh, right. I love anything to do with French. I love a baguette. Yeah. I love a croissant. <laughs> yeah. But I know you're going with this yeah. because it's now time for this. <laughs> so no articles this week. Uh, we're going straight to the audio. <laughs> Sugar asked me, what did I think of the French resting a few players? Well, Woogie had his take on it, and he came up with this beauty. I'm not eating French onion dick dick this weekend. You can do what you sorry, want. Sorry, 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 sorry. Play that again, please, uh, Marco. I'm not eating French onion dick dip this weekend. One more, please, Marco. One more. Yeah. I'm not eating French onion dick dip this weekend. <laughs> Uh, so I can understand why you wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, so funny. Woogie, so Woogie funny. you've had a cup. Freudian oh. slip. 
I yeah, think not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was just getting carried away at the, the dogs, the greyhounds yeah, on Thursday night. Because <laughs> <Thursday night>. so, <laughs> he wanted to protest. He wanted to protest yeah. everything French. I mean, everything French. I said no so, croissants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so funny. So you were, you, Wookie, you were upset. You were upset. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> what are you choking on? I just had some French onion. <laughs> 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 Straight to the delicacy. Oh, <laughs> Hang on, he's, he's leaving now. See you, Henri. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, so good. <laughs> was he, <laughs> Woogie, yes, were you mate. upset yes. because <laughs> you knew that we needed, <laughs> we needed to win against Emma. Is that what you were, that's what you were upset about? I, re- I, I thought the French had done everything to, to knock us out of the World Cup. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That was my... That, that was your take on it. Yeah. And what is, have you done anything else? Have you, no, have you given up French kissing this week? <laughs> Jeez, I can't remember the last time Mrs and I kissed. Yes, yeah, so I have. Yeah, that one's yeah. gone. What I, else? Did, I gave up croissants this weekend. Good. And watching any Gerard Zippo do movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've stopped watching SBS yep. movies as well. Yeah. What about cuts. your favourite? Fill over fish. That's uh, that's French. Oh, God. Oh, so good. I knew that had come back. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to blame Jack? Jack's the one that got that audio. He's that. a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> now we like Jack. Yeah, we love Jack. Oh, well done, Jackie boy. Geez. What else, boys? Hey, what, what do you, you make of the um, so Thai temple left without any monks after they all failed drug tests? Four monks, no. including the the uh, the head of the monastery, were forced yep. to leave the manhood or the monkhood. Sorry, not the, the manhood. manhood. Yeah. What is it with you two? <laughs> <laughs> after the urine, the urine test showed evidence of illegal drugs. It Get reported to be meth. Yeah, what? the monks on the meth. What's going monks on up on in those meth. temples? Not man of match anymore. Monks Ooh. on meth. Yeah. Well, this is what happened on a current affair when my favourite monk was caught at Sexyland. Remember, Sexyland was <laughs> like an adult sex shop. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. my favourite two episodes: Kamal, yeah, and Sexy Monk. <laughs> that right? That's what it was called. Current affair. But I think yeah, so maybe they've just realised that the monks, because you know you can't talk, mm. and you've got to just go into this hectic meditation. They're probably yep. just thinking, well, we've done all this. Let's. Let's go and get yeah, on the gravel. Just all ripped yeah. off their heads. Yeah, yeah mm. sounds of it. Yeah. No, it is. It is bad. Hey, what hey. about the cricket? Yeah, what about yeah, the crowds at the cricket. Disappointing. Oh. Forty thousand yeah. over the whole. Yeah. Disappointing. I heard you uh, test coming into the studio. I heard you talking about the Adelaide Test, which is a day night, a little bit more exciting, and yes. And you're, you're talking about yeah, people getting kicked out, like Jason Taylor at the SCG that day. What teammate of yours, if you woke up the next morning and saw some footage on you know, Today's Show, whatever it may be, that a NRL player has been kicked out of the cricket, which teammate would it be? Craig Gower. Again. <laughs> yeah, Craig Gower. Yeah. Craig Gower, dollar one. Yep. Yeah, yeah true. Um, Joey. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Joey, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Um, myself, maybe. Oh. You're, out you're, of a corporate yeah, box. You're in the Gower. Ah, uh, Chrissy market. Walker. Chrissy Walker. No, I'm not in the Gowie market. Oh, I've got chips, and they're just going all in. Hass Sailor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you throw him up all the time. Was he just a loose unit, is he? Mate, he was good fun. He, he just, he's just good fun. He's, you know when you get people that are just good energy to be yeah, around? Yeah. He's just one of those blokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any okay. more survey sets? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Woogie no. bought a car. He bought oh. it about nine months ago. Oh, mate, why? He, he, he bought a car, and he bought it from a supermarket. I didn't. 
You know when you're you go, idiot, you know when you, you go to are... supermarkets and there's like a there's like a shop front that has got you know no one's leased it out, so they go to a car company and they say just throw your cars in here that no one's heard of, <laughs> and it gets two hundred kilometres per charge. Oh, you're, you're an idiot. The only reason yeah. I knew today that he had his got his new car over the weekend, I followed the extension <laughs> cord into the no. office. <laughs> it's embarrassing. You're an idiot. So how long does it take to charge? Oh, three depends. days. There's three different ways you can charge. But if you do <laughs> a fast, days. it does not. It fast charge about an hour from yeah. from zero to full, and there's other. It goes back from there. Do you, do you think we'll all be within five years? We'll all have no. EVs. No, 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 no. I don't. Ten, think so. ten. No, I don't think it'll ever like all be EVs. But mate, the country is just too big to like drive electric cars around. You know, it's not like Europe where everyone's on top of each other. You've got short distances, but it's what? just, yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, the uptake on EVs has been slow already. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They, they are quite expensive. Um, boys, what did you make of the great Queenslander, Cameron Smith, the golfer, missing mm. the cut? I know. He said he was at the pub for, for the a little bit. He too. Yeah. He said, I was, I was at the pub for a little bit longer than I should. Mm. People have been hammering him, saying, you know, this is what happens when you're getting paid too much money. But, yeah, but fair enough, please. he's had a big year. What about he on the please. shoulder of his mates at the Brecky Creek oh, Hotel watching oh, a awesome. replay? Yeah. Watching Epic. the part. Play on. Yeah. yeah. That is good. Well, right. what about the Australian cricketers going to the pub after the test to celebrate yesterday? Mm. They want to be, they want to be, you know, they want to mix amongst their supporters and be more normal. So they go to a pub. They sent a, fo- a photo. Mitch Stark sent a photo to a colleague of ours. Go, look. We're doing what you said. We're, we're in the pub. We're being normal. There's no one there with them. They're in a private room out the back. Mm. What's the point? Bay Marie. Yeah. I think you're off the bit about these cricketers, Woogie. Am I sensing yeah, that? Yeah, he is. Yeah, you're right. Mate, you, you can buy sugar. a ticket. You can buy a ticket for the first day of the Gabba test against South Africa, which is a Saturday, 10 bucks. He's been banging on about this for a couple of weeks now. When have you ever seen tickets that cheap to the cricket? Okay, what's the main reason? Is there too much cricket? Is, I think it's it, the opposition too. It, the opposition. Well, South no, Africa are a good fledge. That's what. No, well, I, I mean, well, wait until we see this crowd. The crowd for South Africa. No doubt the Sydney Test will be chockers. Day one. Be how likable is this team? That's been some of the feedback. So, what's the reason why we're having such a poor turnout? Well, they're saying that it's because of what they did to Langer. I don't think it is. I think one, there is too much cricket. Yep. Two, it was on a Wednesday. Yes. People mm. are obviously working. And three, the opposition. I don't reckon the Wednesday. Like, how no. many years have we seen things midweek and people get days off work to go to those games? I, I don't think the well, no midweeks one's on ho- Well, no out. one's on holidays because it always used to be the Brisbane. But test. day one at the Gabba used to be the end of November. It was a Thursday. No one on holidays then. Yeah. They're on. They're on the nose. They are on the nose. And like our listeners text us and call us every night, don't they, Saints? Mm, yeah. And they go, we won't be watching. We're sick of the wokeism and all this sort of stuff. So I think I just think they've got an image issue. Okay. Well, how do we fix it? I don't know. I don't know. They've got to start hanging out with normal people at the pub in a private room. That's what they've got to do, Fletch. Hey, on the wokeism, right, in a serious question, is it set in stone now here to stay? Like, are we living with perceived wokeism for the rest of our lives? hope not. We can't go back not. on it. We know that. Yes, we can. Does no, it start to iron out a little bit? Things change. Yeah. Individuals can't. Generations. Groups can, but individuals can't. Once they draw a line in the sand, I think. I've said this all along. Bring back the bring back the cane or the strap at schools. Yes. Flog them. Yeah. Flog them. So anyone who's woke, they just get the cane. Is that what you're saying? They get caned. 
yeah, public I, flogging. We used to always and, not, and not Joel's sort of flogging. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because that might bring back the crowds. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which, Audrey, you're back, sir. All the authorities. Uh, yeah. Come back, sack the blood. Righto, boys, we've got to go. We'll leave you with this. Good exit. I'm not eating French onion dick. This <laughs> <laughs> You can do what you want. See you, boys. See you, boys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sass. Uh, show's almost over for the night. Before we do, weather for New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in parks like Tim, who doesn't freeze his meat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listening through 2PK, uh, the Park Spaceman Rugby League Football Club. Yeah, famous, the Park Spaceman. Sunny day, top of 27, low of 10 overnight. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm through and through. Uh, Adri- uh, no, it wasn't Adrian. Steve from Dubbo sent us a text saying, I haven't mentioned uh, the Supercast. I did off the top of the show, and we were going to get to it, but we've had that many text messages. Last of the Holdens. Yeah, Dan, I don't know if I like that. I mean, I'll so I don't to... watch the cars. I watch the drivers. I James Courtney's a Penrith mm-hmm. man. I love mm-hmm. Shane Van Gidsbergen. So I watch the, the drivers more so than the vehicle itself, I who, miss, who they're representing. I miss the Falcons mm-hmm. because we've had the Mustangs. I'm now going to miss the Commodore. I really, I just, yeah, I love, they look big and they're fat. And now will we're going to Will, gonna will your electric car, will that be in the, the supercars one day? What's the issue with someone owning Rooster an electric Muzz car? says, you give it to Pat Cummins and rightly so, but you own an electric car. Please explain. What's wrong with owning an electric car? No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. In fact, all. I only picked it up Friday. How does everyone know all of a sudden? I haven't talked I about it. I told them about it just in Joel and Fletch. Mate, right. look, what's his name? Who was it? Rooster Muzz. Rooster Muzz, if you want to go pay two bucks a litre for petrol, go and knock yourself if out. It costs you $3 on your electricity bill every time you charge it. Wow, $3. Every day and a half. It costs 150 to fill the car up. So when you call me three? and you say, I can't make it to the studio today because I'm stuck on the side of the road. Yeah, there's be no the last person I Seriously. There's no extension cord to <laughs> plug my car in. Anyway. Oh, are we done? Still got two minutes to go. Do you want to do some text? Yep. Uh, Woogie, um, what have we got? Uh, Woogie and Sats, please forget what also happened in Sandpaper Gate. Steve Smith is um, on oh, the field yeah, umpires yeah. looking for the dressing yeah. shed to see what happens. Yeah. Mm. There's been a lot of passion, I've got to say, about. The topic again, which we weren't actually going to talk about in great detail, the Australian cricket side and why the crowds weren't there, but it just it just took over, didn't it? Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, some bloke, Ian the Builder from Tamworth, thanks for your text. I think it's the first time he's ever texting. Woogie, no, he hasn't. Oh, isn't it? No. Uh, Woogie, I despair for your daughters if you are their moral compass. W- what have I done wrong tonight? Well, you don't have a great moral compass, full stop. Yeah, but my daughters have we a sense of humour. You start talking about how you're not going to have any more French onion dip. So you don't have a great moral compass. Mate, my Ian's kids right. my kids are all right, Ian. Ian. Thanks for your concern. And my two rangers, they've got good sense of humours. Mm. And I've got three starters for our drink at the moment. Oh, good. Well, who's in it? There's Toolman. Uh, there's uh, Steve oh, as Steve well. Steve from Dubbo, but he doesn't drink. Adrian has said he'll be at the pub that I mentioned. Who'd go to that? 
Honestly, greyhounds as pets, finding homes for incredible greyhounds. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Greyhounds make wonderful pets. Head to gapnewsouthwales.com.au to find your perfect new family Very easy member. to look after, they are. I'll read a good story about Dwayne Johnson. He's looking at a new hobby. He's taking up origami, yeah. And um, I read a story about how someone misplaced Dwayne Johnson's cutting tool for the original um, origami workshop. Can't believe that they lost rocks, paper, scissors. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to give you that one. Jack loved it. You can grab the podcast uh, from where you get your podcasts from. We'll be back tomorrow night. Have a great night, everybody. Good night.